What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Yes, welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast. Thank you for being here today. And hey, if you're subscribed already to my podcast, thank you very much. If not, and you are new, please hit subscribe. Also, I am now creating a lot of content for YouTube. So you can find me type one Tom on YouTube, head over there, subscribe to my YouTube channel, because I'm always posting like content, lives and stuff like that on there. So you're gonna get a lot of value from there. Before we get into this episode, this is gonna be a fucking cracker, because I've not done one like this in a while. So please leave me a rating and review on the podcast app and feel free to screenshot and share this on your Instagram stories and tag me at type one underscore Tom because I love it when you guys reach out saying, hey, I've been listening to your podcast whilst I was on a walk, at the gym, working out, whatever, and that you got value from it. So please do reach out to me. I love connecting with you guys. So this episode, the last one that I did on this was like, I think it was in my first five episodes and it was how I achieve a HbA1c of like 5.3 to 5.5%. But I wanted to do this one, and this is gonna be six steps to achieving a HbA1c of 6.5%. So six steps. It's probably more than these six steps, but I always like to dial it into steps or a certain number of things, because I find that you guys can take that and digest it easier than me just telling a big long story and not giving you sort of action points and steps. Now, the reason I'm doing this, guys, is because This year in 2021, I set myself a goal of helping 50 type 1 diabetics achieve a HbA1c of 6.5% or below. The reason for that is that's pre-diabetes. If you can get a HbA1c of 6.5% or below, you're doing a fucking great job, yeah? Now, that was my goal, 50 type 1. So far this year, I have helped 22 type 1 diabetics achieve a HbA1c of 6.5% or below. Now, obviously, we've had 6.5%. We've had anywhere ranging from 5 to 6.5. My team are fucking crushing it. And I will sing that from the top of the fucking houses because that's what we do. That's what I am fucking great at, yeah? So I know these six tips I'm going to give you fucking work because it's what I build my programs off and what I help clients with. I've seen it consistently achieve a HbA1c of 6.5% or below. That's how I'm able to be here today giving you this information that I know if you apply it will work. Now, I want to throw a quick note out there though, like as using HbA1c as a measure of control, it is a three month average. So let's say we have someone who has a lot of highs and a lot of lows, but their, their average HbA1c is great. That doesn't fucking count. Guys, it doesn't count. If you achieve a HbA1c of 6.5% or below from having a lot of highs and a lot of lows, doesn't fucking count. That's why we need to look at timing target range as well. That is probably the best indication of control. So when we're going through this, achieving a HbA1c of 6.5% or below, keep in mind that you should be aiming for a timing target range of at least 70% or above consistently on a weekly bi-weekly and monthly basis. You want 70% or above consistently. 
If you can achieve timing target of 70% or above consistently and an A1C of 6.5% or below, you're fucking winning. In my books, that's amazing control. That's awesome. And that's what I help clients achieve. And these six steps are what I've seen work time and time again. And I want to give them to you today. So without further ado, team, let's fucking go. Let's get into it. Get yourself a pen and paper out for this one. Take some fucking notes. Let's go. First one, step number one, mindset. Your fucking head, your mind, your brain, how you think about your diabetes, how you perceive your diabetes, how you think and feel about yourself. Guys, before we even get into actionable shit, yeah, before we even get into testing rates and ratios, your mindset needs to be in the right place. I see this so many times with type ones I jump on the phone with. And when we start setting goals, I'm like, right, we need to get 70% or above consistently timing target. Your HbA1c, we want to get to 6.5% or below. I can hear it from them how they start doubting themselves. I've shared several stories on my Instagram of clients before working with me that I was that was like, whoa, you know what? Before joining your program, Tom, I never even thought. I will be able to achieve a HbA1c of 6.5% or below. And now they're believing in themselves, yeah? So that's a huge thing. Mindset, you need to fucking believe in yourself because no one else is going to be able to kind of have that believe, that belief in you, yeah? So if you miss this first point mindset and go into these other five points without having the correct mindset, you will fail every time. Why? Because when you start to achieve great results and a good HbA1c or your blood glucose starts to improve, things are going great, you're going to be easily jarred and self-sabotage. When something happens like a bastard diabetes day, things got don't, don't go to plan, you're going to be like, oh, I knew I couldn't do this, yada, yada. You're going to put all these excuses in front of yourself. It's not the right time for me. Life's so busy. All this fucking bullshit that you tell yourself. And that's your mindset, mate. That's your mindset. So the first thing, if you want to improve your HbA1c and get 6.5% or below, is your mindset. You need to start fucking believing in yourself and having some confidence in yourself. Yes, as a coach, that's something I work heavily with my clients on. But I'm not a fucking therapist, yeah? It's not something that is my sole focus and energy, you need to start believing in yourself. If you come into trying to improve your glucose control and your health with a fucked up mindset, you ain't going to get anywhere because you're going to self-sabotage. We've got physical exercise, we've got nutrition, we've got all the actionable shit, but a lot of things that gets, gets left on the plate when people look to improve is their mindset. That's the biggest one. That is the base foundation. Before we've even gone in basal testing, insulin to carb ratio, all that sort of shit, that is base foundation. Develop a strong mindset. Here's a few tips on what I use to work on my mindset every single day, guys, because I work on it every day and you should be as well. Meditation, at least 10 minutes every morning, yeah? Journaling, writing down what I'm grateful for. Exercise is a good one, yeah? Reading is a good one. Just fucking working on your mindset. Don't overlook that. That's the first tip, guys, mindset. You need to be in a good state of mind, yeah? Second one, this goes without saying, and the reason that I've not put this first is because mindset is obviously number one, as I've just explained. Second one, know your ratios. Know your basal rate if you're on pens or a pump, and your insulin to carb ratio and your correction factors. That should go without saying. You need to know your ratios. You need to be running tests, getting them dialed in. 
The third one is kind of a lead-off from that, and this is one that I want to hammer home big time. Understand that you'll constantly be tweaking. When you find a basal rate that's sufficient, that seems to keep you stable overnight and throughout the day, you find an insulin-to-carb ratio, it isn't just that forever for the rest of your life. Understand you will constantly be making adjustments, adjustments based on your activity level, whether you sat in your arse all day, you're more active, you worked out, what you ate, if your body's changing, if you're losing weight, if you're highly stressed, if you're ill, all these things will impact your glucose levels and your sensitivity to insulin. So understand that when you find a basal rate and an insulin to carb ratio, predominantly basal rates that need tweaking first, you will constantly be tweaking it. It's not set it and forget it. I see so many type 1s who find a basal rate that starts to work and then shit, they start to have a lot of lows because they're leading a healthier lifestyle. They're being more active, they're eating better and they're like, fucking hell, I've just run this test, I've just found it and now I'm having to change it again. Yeah, fucking suck it up, princess. Welcome to being a type 1 diabetic. Things are constantly changing. It's never said it and forget it. So understand, that's the third one. Understand that when you find your ratios, so you've done tip number two, you found your ratios. Third one, you'll constantly be tweaking it. I am, all the time, constantly be tweaking it. You'll be using temp basils if you're on a pump. If you're on Levermere, you'll be adjusting that. If you're on Lantus and Glargine, uh, Lantus and Traceba, it's not really majorly adjustable. It can be, be a bit more tricky, unfortunately. Yeah? All right, moving on. Number four, step number four to achieving a HbA1c of 6.5% or below. Get off your fucking arse and move, mate. I'm going to give you true tough love Tom style. Exercise, walk. Lift weights, run, bike, swim, whatever the fuck. Big one I'm going to go in on here to walking and lifting weights. If you can only do those two things in terms of your activity, you will be fucking lightning, mate. You will be on it. Highly recommend walking for insulin sensitivity and highly recommend lifting weights for feeling good and insulin sensitivity. That's number four, lift weights. Number five, track your food. Use an app like MyFitnessPal because it's going to help you to carb count. It's going to teach you so much about nutrition. I get all my clients to track their food and the reason for that is this. Tracking their food is going to teach them more about nutrition than I ever could as a coach. That should tell you how fucking valuable tracking your food is. So if you're not tracking your food and your HbA1c and timing target range, your glucose control isn't that great, you don't really understand about food, you're not really showing your carb count, go and start fucking tracking your food. My fitness pal, great app. That's all I'm going to say on that. Number six. Number six is a big one. Yeah? Be part of a community. We don't achieve great things on our own. We are human. We are social creatures. Yeah? We don't achieve success on our own. I'm only successful... Yeah, in what I do, and I'll put my hands up and say I think I'm fucking successful. I've just told you I've helped 22 type 1 diabetics so far this year, achieve HbA1c of 6.5% and below. I'm only successful because I'm in different groups in terms of business, my clients around me, my friends. I've got people around me that want to see me win, and I want to see them win as well. And that's a big driver. And for you, when you're looking to improve your glucose control, you need to be part of a community that wants to see you win. Not a community where they're all, I've got type 1 diabetes, this is so shit. Oh, look at this day, why me, it? Fuck that shit off. Yes, we all have down days with it, but fuck it off because you don't need that. Remember when I said about mindset tip number one? That's going to fuck your mindset up. And if you're trying to build a strong, resilient mindset towards your diabetes and you're in a community of fucking victims, it's not going to help you. So you need to be part of a community. 
a few things that you need in a community. You need a good leader, someone leading by example that will be able to motivate and inspire you, pick you up when you're down. Yeah, that's one thing that you need and not someone who makes you feel bad. Also, you need to be surrounded by people who are achieving what you already want to achieve. For example, I might get someone come into my program and they see my clients who have been there a while in my Facebook community and coaching group who have got an A1C of 6.5% or below. They're seeing their blood glucose levels posted daily and I'm asking questions and they're like, wow, this shit's really achievable. I can fucking do this. They've got the same stuff as me. They're on the same program. They're a type one like me. Fucking, I can do this. And that's what you need. You need to be around people that already are already at a place where you want to be. Yeah, because you can ask them questions, you can feed off them, you can gain knowledge, and they're probably going to learn shit from you as well. I'm a big advocate in we can always learn from other people, yeah, no matter what position or place they are in life. So understand that being part of a positive, thriving community is key. We don't achieve success on our own team, yeah? That's why you're here, you're listening to me, do you know what I mean, all the time. This is even part of being a community, yeah, listening to my podcast, watching my lives. I appreciate you for doing that. But understand that if you want to improve your glucose control, your HbA1c, your health, you need to be part of a positive com community that want to see you win. Not fucking victims, not people complaining all the time. Fuck that shit, you don't need that. That's just going to send you down with them. A community that will help you solve problems that are winning and want to see you win as well. That's it. Let's go over those six steps again. First one, team mindset. You won't achieve great control if you're in a fucked up state of mind. I'll be honest with you. Sort your head out. Give it a wobble. Write down things that you're grateful for. Yeah. Exercise. Get moving. Meditate or journal each day. Like do something that's going to help you build like a strong mindset. Second, know your ratios. Basal rate test, insulin to carb ratios, correction factor. That's paramount. You should know that as a tight one. Understand that you'll constantly be tweaking things even when you get to know your ratios. That's normal. Four, exercise, walk, lift weights. Five, track your food intake. It's going to give you so much knowledge on nutrition. And six, be part of a community that are able to uplift you, empower you, drive you forward and keep you on track. And also call you out on your bullshit as well. We all need that. Even I need that at times. Team, that is it. Yeah, that is it. I hope you got value from this episode. And I will say now, if you would like my help in achieving a HbA1c of 6.5% or below, hey, maybe you can be number 23 out of the 22 I've helped already this year. Then just drop me a DM saying HbA1c or A1c and we'll have a chat and see how I can help you. So team, thank you very much for listening to this episode. As always, if you got value from this episode, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app as it really does help me reach more type 1 diabetics and positively impact our community. Until the next episode, team. Peace.